Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WWE Smackdown Live episode 1019 and 205 Live episode 118 both broadcast on Tuesday, February 26th. Is that the date? I think so. Um, why doesn't the iPad calendar show the correct date? Am I crazy that the um, the iPhone calendar shows the correct date? That's okay. I was going to make this a short episode, but I have to get this off my chest here. That there are there are differences between iOS on iPad and I, iPhone that I find unacceptable. This this is two now. It's really just a two that I've noticed so far. But the first one is that there is no calculator app. There is no built-in calculator app on an iPad. Ridiculous. You're going to use a calculator on the iPad just as much. I think. It's not nearly as convenient. You don't always have it in your pocket. But there's no... I may be wrong about this. Maybe it's just hidden somewhere. But if we try searching... All right. I'm going to double-check this. Try searching a calculator calculator the calculator it it brings up when you search for it it brings it up in the app store so you have to it's not it's not there okay i know this is a stupid stupid complaint because obviously you can download calculator apps on there but to have it not on there by default is ridiculous because it's on the phone, iPhone, put it on the iPad also, and then this other thing that I just j- that I just came across, I didn't even realize this until now, is that the icon for the calendar app um, on iPhone it has the correct uh, date. It will say, "I'm recording this on the 27th." It's it has a 27 on the icon, even the super tiny icon within within the folder and then when you open it up it says wednesday 27 boom okay you know what i'm making a mistake here this is an absolute mistake and i apologize to apple for this i realize now that i'm looking at the icon for google calendars which has a calendar with just the 31 on it in my productivity folder i have the apple calendar app and it is Correct. I rescind all of my complaints about iPad apps not being consistent with iPhone. I'm still I'm still upset that it doesn't have calculator by default. Although it's very easily very easily fixed. You know what? That's the whole episode. I'm not even gonna talk about I I I needed this episode to be very short, so I'm gonna get through the rest of it quickly. So just just forget all of that. I'm still gonna screw it. I'm still gonna I'm not gonna start over again. I already started over this episode once, and I feel like, although I was very wrong, there's still some value to to that rant about, about iPad. Okay. <sighs> I don't even talk about all of this. Um, Daniel Bryan is out there uh, for the contract signing. Shane and Steph are ready. Uh, they have the contract there. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie points out that he's sitting in a leather chair. And Daniel looked a little, 
<laughs> looked a little bit annoyed. He didn't really he didn't say anything though. Um Kofi is about to sign the contract when Vince interrupts and he says, I gonna do the awful stuff that I do. He replaces Kofi Kingston in the match with Kevin Owens. But there was a, a there was a massive amount of time because Vince interrupted before Kofi signed the contract. That entire time between then, that interruption, and when Kevin Owens came out, Kofi could have just scribbled his name right on there, get his name on the contract, gotten that match. Nothing you could do about it. It is ink on paper on an ironclad fictional contract for a match. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Vince. GD it. Uh, so up next, speaking of switching things around, we thought we were going to have Cesaro versus Johnny Gargano. Instead, we had The Bar versus The Hardy Boys. Matt Hardy makes his return to team up with his brother, and they win via Swanton Bomb to Sheamus. Um, also backstage, Kevin, who um, I guess he's supposed to be a good guy. I don't know. But uh, he approaches Shane and stuff and says, hey, um, how about I, – I feel I appreciate it. I feel bad. How about uh, we get a tag team match, me and Kofi against Daniel Bryan and uh, Rowan? And later on, they said, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, so that's the main event. We'll get to it. Up next, okay. In the grand scheme of the current WWE landscape, R-Truth is the most powerful and successful wrestler, I argue. Because he comes out and continues the tradition of his hero, his idol growing up, John Cena, with the U.S. title open challenge. And out comes Andrade. And then Rey Mysterio comes out. <laughs> plows him over. Keeps running. And they uh, he enters the ring. And Andrade enters the ring. They're like, wait, I got here first. But I came out. And then I got into the ring first. Etc. And um, our truth says. Uh, well, Mela suggests. After the, the question being posed. What would John Cena do? Or WWJD, JCD, it works still. It, it, the wristbands, dual meaning wristbands. But um, uh, she says that he would uh, John, John Cena would take on both of them, and that uh, and to honor the the Invisible One, our truth says, okay, we'll do it, triple threat, and somehow this match was awesome. By the way, so many. Cr- Holy crap, the Hurricane Rana off of the – he's on his shoulders. Um, like, they're stacked up – like, what do you even call that? That's not like a super Hurricane Rana because it's not off – it's off another person. It's a Hurricane Pig Rana. Hurricane, hurricane Piggyback. Piggyback Rana. That was awesome. Uh, also great was the, the, the penguin slide out that was hit – counter with a drop kick by almost. He just comes out – uh from the side that was great too anyway this match go watch it it's fantastic and our truth wins i i i'm not sure but i think there's a good chance this is the only or one of the only times that an open challenge has been met with a triple threat um and our truth came out on top he is still the united states champion um which is great because he hasn't been on tv since he actually won the title but when he did win the title, he immediately defended it 
successfully. So not only open challenge, triple threat wins, but he has also won the championship and defended the championship on the same night. R-Truth is at the top of the mountain in the WWE right now. If he's not number one on the power rankings on their fictional Instagram power rankings post for this week, then it's a it's absolute travesty. Uh, but an actual travesty that happens or didn't happen on this night was there's no appearance by Asuka, no appearance by anyone who might be her challenger for Fastlane or WrestleMania. Instead, after the show, it was announced online on Twitter or whatnot that Asuka would be fighting Mandy Rose at Fastlane. Like, you can spare 60 seconds, even 30 seconds, even two seconds to let us know that on television? Ridiculous. Speaking of that, Charlotte came out and uh, said a whole lot of stuff about how she's going to be on Raw. And, like, one-tenth of that could have been about Asuka. Like, not in this segment, but, like, allocated elsewhere for... (sighs) Anyway, I am excited to see what happens. Oh, Charlotte doesn't care at all what happened to her dad. So, there's there's that. At least as far as what we see on TV. Uh, Then we had Aleister Black and Ricochet versus Rusev and Nakamura. There was a nice uh, backstage thing uh, earlier in the night um, with Aleister and Rick approached by Lana. That was kind of fun. Uh, But, in this match... Excellent, excellent stuff, especially between Alistair Black and, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, they ended the match as Alistair dodged the Kinshasa and hit the Black Mass and got the pin on Nakamura. So, the NXT guys are still on top, although we didn't have any Johnny or Tommaso in uh, this week. We did see them on stage for the Ric Flair celebration thing, but that doesn't really count. I thought that Tommaso was going to have a word to say about uh, Triple H calling him the uh, calling Rick the greatest sports entertainer of, of, in history or whatever. But what did happen was was much much better. I'm very excited. Very excited. By the way, I saw an article where Batista called The Rock out for not being a good actor. So he's a, he's a, he's a, a movie star absolutely, but he is not a good actor. And that Dave Batista is a real actor. Ooh, shots fired. Um, anyway, uh, backstage, Randy confronted AJ, so we're going to get that whole thing brewing. Uh, Lacey Evans walked out for a second, doing her usual thing. Um, and then our main events, Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Um, also an excellent match. I didn't really take any notes about it, but uh, the winner was Kevin Owens. He got the pin on... Uh, Daniel Bryan after hitting him with a stunner, which was a stunning victory. So how are things going to go at Fastlane? I don't know, but I, I hope that this uh, uh, that this is leading towards Kofi versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. That will be am- amazing. I'll be so happy to just see like like Kofi's got to win. I'm going to be rooting for Kofi to win, but um, I hope that's where we're headed with all of that although i'm i mean should have just signed his name real quick he's so cl- his pen was millimeters away from the pen the paper might have even been in contact with the paper he should have just signed it real quick and be like oh, oh. 
Nothing to see here. We got the contract. It's official. Anyway, over on 205 Live, we had the first two matches of this eight-man tournament. Kalisto versus Nice. Nice won via suplex and running Nice combination. Uh, ba- oh, let's see. What was that? That's a, is that what was oh, backstage, Buddy Murphy was watching, and then like a production assistant or something was standing next to him and was like awkwardly clapping along with Buddy. I thought that was, re- I thought that was really, really funny because there's like no mention of who that person is. Like, why would they be on screen for that? I don't know, but I enjoyed it. Uh, Canellis is promised a match next week um, by uh, by Drake Maverick, but it's not specified if it's part of the tournament. In fact, it's left out that it's part of the tournament, and as it would turn out, can, whatever Canellis's match is, it is not part of this eight-man tournament. Um, we also had Jack back there coaching Carrillo and saying, hey, we're about to get an excellent lesson. They were reviewing his tape from last week. Um, and uh, he said, oh, well, we, we have a treat that we can absolutely learn from Tony Nice versus Drew Gulak, our, our savior mentor um, in, this, uh, in this, this main event match. So Drew Gulak defeats the Brian Kendrick via submission. Kendrick did not tap out, though. He was just put to sleep. He was knocked out. And so Gulak moves on in the tournament. Um, so it was announced that next week, the next, uh, the, the, the remaining four will be Humberto Carrillo versus Oni Lorcan. I'm super hyped for that. And then also Akira Tozawa versus Cedric Alexander. Um, so yeah, Leo Resch. I didn't even think about Leo Resch being able to be in this tournament, but, um, he's, I mean, I, uh, I'm so sad for Leo Rush. I really hope that he, he got a hug or something after Monday Night Raw. I already talked about this. But, um, oh, man, both of those matches are going to be fantastic. Um, oh, Oni Lorkin. Oni Lorkin on the big stage on 205 Live. I'm super excited. Lorkin's awesome. Lorkin's awesome. I have not met him officially, but he did check in to the hotel the same time to me as me in Los Angeles. And I gave him a kind of nod. Like after I was like, wait, wait, who's, Oh, Oh, Hey. Um, it was like across the room or whatever. It was, it was, it was super awkward. So whatever. Um, all right. I think that's it for right now. Um, I really enjoyed both of these episodes. Of course, Monday night raw is such a hard act to follow. And I thought these episodes did pretty well aside from, the horrendous omission of Asuka and uh, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, the Iconics, all of them left off the show. But we also had a bunch of other people not even on the show, like Samoa Joe um, and uh, the tag team champions, uh, or at least the other half of the tag team champions. We shot, saw Shane, but we didn't see The Miz. Um, so it was a lot of stuff to have happen on this night but they should have made a little bit of room for stuff that we're actually building towards happening in two weeks, as opposed to building more towards WrestleMania. That's still six weeks away or whatever. So uh, we better see Asuka in action and Mandy in action and all kinds of other stuff next week or else. uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'll think. I just don't know. So let me know what you thought about all this stuff. 
by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. And I'll be back with part three real soon. Oh, by the way, uh, go check out the Nintendo Pokemon Direct or the Pokemon Direct that came out on Nintendo Channel. Whatever. Um, they announced the uh, Pokemon Shield and Pokemon Sword for Nintendo Switch. Um, I forget if they had a release date or anything. But I saw the starters. I saw the name of the, 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 the game. And I had to draw... It's a really crappy drawing. I did it really fast, and I did it like with a. Anyway, I'm not uh, enough excuses made for it not being very good. But I posted it over on at Ericatures. That's Eric with a K. E R I K A T U R E S. That's the song. Remember how to spell. <laughs> anyway, I drew the poke the starter Pokemon doing the shield fist bump, and then uh, did the shields uh, Pokemon logo, and then Pokemon of Justice next to it. I was pretty proud of it for being so it's pretty crummy, but I thought it was fun. And uh, some other people, though, so fun so far also. So go check that out. And um, that's it for now. Thanks for listening. And um, I'll see you later here on TIW Podcast. Bye.